Hello, and welcome to another episode of For the Love of Sports. My name is Michael Brazil. This is a show where we get to talk about sports, we get to talk about business, we get to talk about everything in between. Wherever you're listening, however you're listening, you know exactly what to do. Five-star review, five-star review, like and subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, five-star review. I think I got all those. Most importantly, I have reoccurring guests. I think you are now the, the person that has the most episodes on the For the wow. Love of Sports podcast with Michael Brazil. I have on Jason Bergman. He is the co-founder, CEO of Market Price. Jason, how you doing today, man? After that news, I didn't know I was number one in the Michael Rasiel for the sure. Love of Sports podcast. This is our third rodeo together. Hey, I, uh, you is know it? why? I was going to ask you. I was like, why do you th- want to talk to me so much? And I think I know why. I think I have the answer. I'm on the edge of my seat. What do we got? I think it was the glowing reviews that I gave you on your mustache, our last episode. Oh. And I said how jealous I am. Did I really have a mustache last yeah, episode? Yeah, you did. It was one year ago. July 29th of 2021. You still had it. So 12 oh. months on, 13 months going on, going strong. Uh, and I still love it. It still looks it, yeah. great, man. It really does. It still yeah. does look really good. Yeah. Honestly, I, the older I get, the better it looks. I think it's just like one of those things. So recently, it turned 30 last year. Uh, so 31 coming up. And hey, mustache looks good on a 30-year-old. That's all I got to say. So very excited for it. But... No, man. I I love having you on. Very excited. I mean, I think your business is awesome. And it's so cool that over the last, I think what it's, it hasn't been once a year because those first two were probably within like six Mm -hmm. months of each other, if I'm not mistaken. Um, So it's been what, three times over the span of, I don't know, 18-ish, 19-ish months, um, getting to see your company build, getting to see the people that are coming onto your team, meeting those people, having those people potentially come on the show, like what you guys are doing for athletes and everything. I think this is just a fun perfect every single year we're gonna have you on you're gonna talk about nil you're gonna talk about the awesome stuff that's going on with the company so i mean but i mean (laughs) i'm sorry jason the first question i have for everybody on the for the love of sports podcast is jason i mean why do you love sports so much yeah i uh do you want to cut this part out what i'm about to say and just copy the last two episodes of what to answer absolutely not no no no. i need (laughs) i I want the verbatim word for word the last two awesome uh yeah no i'll give the long story short where well if you know if if i'm speaking to a first-time listener one you should go back and listen to those old chats because those are probably awesome i had a blast and thanks again for having me for the third the third rodeo it is uh, why i love sports so much it helped me become who i am today and by the way i know 99 percent of your guests probably say that but for me as an introvert uh i always had an interest in starting a business like being an entrepreneur being a ceo i th- always thought was the coolest thing in the world newsflash it is the coolest thing in the world it's really hard but it's the coolest thing in the world, and I love it, and it's really hard to do that sort of as an introvert, and for me, I grew up never really talking. Like, I'll never forget, I was on a throwback, I'm going to say play date. I was on a play date with my friends in middle school, and it was one of those where I didn't, I was out with multiple friends, and this guy turns around, he's like, hey, Berg, why don't you ever talk? And that was just me. Like, that was me in a nutshell growing up, like all the way into high school, and when I started playing soccer, I started I was a sweeper in soccer, and I still I still play soccer, and I'm yelling at everybody, and it was the most I've ever talked ever. Like, I would talk more in a soccer game than I would, I'm not even kidding, like all month at school. And I was just like, man, that's really not that bad. Like, it's just not. Like, you can talk, and it's not, it's not bad. And now it's, again, allowed me to come out of my shell. And like I said in the earlier part, it's not fluffy. Like, it really allowed me to be who I am and do all the cool things that we're doing today. So, Yeah. I owe sports everything, and uh, you know that's why I love sports so much. I'm a CEO of a sports company, man. I can nerd out over sports all over the place and, and at any time. So 
Sounds pretty cool when you say it out loud, right? CEO of a sports company. It's the coolest, coolest freaking thing ever. And like you said, you talking to a couple of the Market Price team members, hopefully on this podcast coming soon. I remember last Thanksgiving, and we haven't spoke since then, so maybe I could refer to it. We all said like what we're thankful for, and why I thought a lot about it, right? Because we're thankful for a lot of things, empowering athletes and businesses. And I actually wrote like, I'm really thankful that I get to employ like 17 other people to work in sports, to work at a really cool company. Like I hope that they wake up every day and are excited about what they do and are passionate about who they're helping and who they're doing it with. Like that's just as important as what you're doing, the who. So that's one thing that, um, you know, for me, that's like the coolest thing I could, I, I, again, I have two things in life that I care about. It's my wife, Al, who's the best ever. And then it's market price and then that's it. Like, but that's enough for me. Uh, and, and it's more than enough for me, but we're already getting off topic, man. Oh, I'll let you ask the questions. Sounds like you had the no. Stop it. We're doing yeah. great, man. I asked the question, you answered, it, and that's why I appreciate having you <laughs> on, man. And I think, uh, like, it's just so cool. I mean, I've always loved sports. It's the only thing I've ever really loved. Like, I know you said your wife first, and then you know your company. But I would say the Mets, and then my wife. Don't tell yeah. her I said that. She doesn't listen to this anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but yeah, no, like a hundred percent. That's uh, that's that's how it goes. One hundred percent every single day. So. Um, yeah, man. It is just the coolest thing in the world to get to work in this industry. I think it's super awesome that you get the opportunity to employ people, right? You give people the opportunity to have their dream jobs, which I think is pretty sweet. So we could go on in this. And I know I probably said in the last two episodes, what? You don't like, you never like talking, but you're so good at it. So like, we don't have to do that one again either. Um, a year ago-ish, as you said, July 29th, it is now August 9th. So we only missed it. And we tried to schedule this a little earlier, but some really awesome stuff was going on. So we had to postpone mm-hmm. it for a couple weeks. Um, What's the update on NIL? We've been seeing a lot of stuff. Originally, it was like some cool, like, oh, those twins and their Boost Mobile ad. Like, that was awesome. This is cool. And now I have to read articles about how CJ Stroud is, like, trading in his his G-Wagon or his his Bentley for a G-Wagon or something. It's like, ah, all right, I guess it's still something, right? So I guess just give me kind of an update on the last year of NIL or the first full year, if I'm not mistaken, of NIL. The positives, the negatives, good things, bad things, anything that you really want to want to get out on the table, considering obviously your place um, in the market. Uh, <laughs> oh man, I love coming on this podcast. It is such a blast. I, uh, I mean, we could go in a million ways with that. I think the way that we could talk about now is the easiest way for me to split it up in my mind, and I have these conversations a lot. Is there's sort of like two nils, like one nil is the the collective side, the $7 million deal, the headline flashing athlete gets the $10 million check, like the Jaden Rashad, yeah, Miami a quarterback's quarterback. worth a million, a left tackle's worth about seven. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. weird. How did this Like happen? the free agency, you know, Nick Saban, what's going on with this, Link Kiffin, like all that stuff, right? Um, and then there's the other part of the NIL, and that's the part where I believe – not I believe, that we are in, right? And it's the empowering the athletes, the empowering them to connect with businesses, to connect with other athletes, to grow, to create these partnerships, and to really learn. And we talked about before you started hitting record, but the first year was just, a lot of people say the wild, wild west because of the prices in the first NIL. It's more the wild, wild west because, and I hope I don't piss anybody off saying this, like there's not good education out there. Like universities, they'll figure it out but we spoke to, speak to universities on a daily basis. Like they're still learning. They're still not even at the starting line when it comes to helping these athletes. Like some will say they are, and it's a micro site on their website, which is forms and forms that athletes are, they're never reading. 
I'm not even reading, right? Like, it's not helpful. I'm not reading them either. I just click accept and, like, terms and conditions. And and what do you think these student-athletes are doing who wake up at 4 o'clock and, you know, they're working, they're practicing, they're competing, right? They're being students, and then they're going to sleep at 10 o'clock, and they don't have time to read hours and hours and articles. But for us, I think with year two in terms of, like, expectations of what we're going to see is a lot of these athletes being more proactive in taking advantage of this. So not just, you know, connecting with businesses because they can – really putting some thought into it. It's like, all right, cool. Like I can connect with this business, but how can I turn this maybe social media post into a longer term deal? How can I turn it into a three month, a six month, a 12 month contract? How can I be able to connect with, let's say the marketing manager at a cool company and say, great, that's now someone that's in my network. You know, that's someone that I could lean on. And a lot like the two of us, now we have this network, right? I've introduced you to people. You've introduced me to people. Like that is something that is one of the most valuable things to have in your personal toolkit uh, network. So athletes being able to finally take advantage of this. I think NIL, and I said this last year, it's a more generational shift. The athletes now get to take advantage of it, but this is more like high school athletes now going to college next year and two years and five years. They're going to college with NIL being a thing that they can look forward to. So they're starting to think about this earlier and earlier and earlier in their lifetime. Like, High school athletes, some high school athletes. If you're a high school athlete in certain states, you could start taking advantage of this. But I really think it's the mindset shift of not just trying to get paid and trying to make $10 million. That's not the reality for 99.9% of the athletes. It's for the every other athlete, right, who this may be the peak of their sports career. Um, How can you take advantage of that spotlight when you're in it? Um, And that's what we've been building our business around. And I think there's a lot of awesome stories that go along with that, right? There was that kid from the Kansas football team who I think he had the interception or the touchdown yeah. at the end and then immediately yeah. got the Applebee's yeah. deal, right? There was Doug from the, uh, the St. Peter's yep. basketball mm-hmm. team. Doug, dude. Well, like, how perfect of Obviously. a name, right? He has cool. I was going to say, too. that's Weird, why you love right? him. Yep. Weird. I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> He's also from New Jersey, or at least played in New Jersey, as where I sit right now, right? So, like, there were some of these, like, these guys would have been nobody. Not that there would have been nobody. That's a little mean. But they would be maybe famous in their own right, in their own school for yeah. their own time. And then they have this immediate burst of, oh, my God, did you see that? And the internet works the way it does. It goes crazy viral, and these guys get the opportunity, these mm-hmm. men and women, get the opportunity to take advantage of that flash in the pan, which I think is awesome. And so there's obviously a lot of good things that come out of this. And I think that, as you said, the other 99%, that's what you guys are worried about. That's what most people are worried about. But frustratingly, and and whether it's for better or for worse, it's all those other headlines, right? It's the CJ Stroud one when I had, I read the article and I literally rolled my eyes after I finished it. Um, One cooler one, Caleb Williams and what his family and PR Uh company are doing while, yeah, he's again, the the 1% of the 1%. Let's see if he's even actually good at football. He's been able to build like an absolute empire. And like, so there's so many cool different stories that are coming in and out of this. I guess, you know, where you guys sit, how do you help educate the athletes? How do you help educate the schools? Because we've seen some schools take steps, as you said, some bigger than others. And we'll get to one in a second. But like, how, how are you guys helping the schools? How are you guys helping the athletes really make sure that, hey, this is probably it. Like, you're probably not going pro. Like, you're probably not, unfortunately. Do everything you can now because it's something that can literally last a lifetime. Yeah. I. I it's going to sound, like, silly, but it's actually the truth. We talk to the athletes. Like, the universities. What? That is they, groundbreaking. They don't. Put, write that down. I, Somebody write that down. Yeah. That's do you, you ask your producer, right? 
like yeah let's let's <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 Producer, I, it, that it, it's Got one it. of those simple Thanks. things like in any business too it's like you speak to your users and you solve problems for your users and you're obsessed with that that's how the best businesses are made and that's something that i've been even since day one with airbnb right like my background i spent time as a sports agent i saw how hard it was to connect with businesses i created a solution market price to help me as a sports agent connect with businesses right so i kind of skipped the whole user interview part like I, I am the user. Like Brian Chesky at Airbnb was the first host. He built a platform to solve his problems. Like he understand, he felt that pain that he's helping his user solve, right? And then you continue to grow because you never solve a problem permanently. You just solve it for now and then it evolves to something else. Now for market price and our approach is we have a monthly membership for athletes. So every athlete has to pay a monthly membership to take advantage of the tools, the marketplace, coaching resources, and community that we have. It's as low as $8 a month. It's like less than a quarter a day. I think it's like 26 cents a day, something ridiculously affordable, even for student athletes of, we just want them to have a little skin in the game. Now we spend all of this time speaking with these athletes, learning about how they've approached NIL so far. Like, do they just see those flashy headlines and want to do those deals? Do they see those flashy headlines and just get FOMO of like, I, uh, I should be doing something, but I don't know what to do. Do they see those and there's not as many of them, but there's starting to be more of like, cool, like I would love to, you know, build my network and learn about personal finances and Doug Eddard right now he made money. Now he grew a social media following. How can he keep that going? Right? How can he leverage that? I would love to hire Doug Eddard. I've never even had a conversation with him. Like as an employer, right? Like that sets him up for success. How can he learn how to actually leverage that? And we're talking to these athletes on a daily basis. And we're actually just recently rolling out, we call it our athlete community. We haven't thought of like a cool quirky name for it yet, but I really do like our athlete community. Sounds nice. There, yeah. There's two spaces. There's one, well, there's three. One is you welcome each other, right? Because we've learned that athletes actually benefit from learning from other athletes. And like, that's something that no one has talked about over the first year. Like, how have you gone about this? How have you gone about this? What did you learn that helped you? And it's like, cool, where can they actually like meet? So it's not just connecting them with businesses, but connecting them with each other and seeing those relationships take off has been, I don't know, one of the, there's a lot of cool things that happen when you start a cool company, but like, that's been one of the coolest. And it's like, how can they learn how to close brand deals better? How can they learn how to grow their social media following? And then all like, as well, like bigger picture, right? So how, how can you handle like post-athletic career depression? And how can you better manage your time? And things not necessarily related to deals, but every single athlete struggles with those problems. And it is related to where they are in their lifestyle now. So we have an amazing athlete strategy team that's running that community. But the biggest takeaway for us that so many businesses overlook, like they get excited and they're like, this is my problem. This is the solution. And they just go with it. And it's like, no, like you actually just need to talk to your users a ton, no matter what business that you're starting. Seriously, no matter what business. And they just solve their problems. And it sounds simple, but so many people overlook it. Are there issues, are there problems that you guys are running into on a consistent basis? Because if you're talking to as many athletes as there are or that you guys are working with, obviously there's going to be a whole breadth and swath of different issues. I guess what are some of the ones that you guys come across on a daily basis or on a consistent basis where you can say, okay, perfect. We know exactly how to solve this. We know exactly how to help you. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest thing is the, like the, the, the mega, like we want to help all of these athletes at scale. Um, we have a team that has unbelievable like 15 to 30 minute one-on-one calls with these athletes 
And we have two people, AK, who you met, and Michiko, who's a former, she's a current athlete, um, but she was a student athlete, right? And she had to handle a lot of the problems. She's just a couple years ahead of these athletes. If they have like 10 calls a day, which is a busy day, right? Um, Every single day, that's like 50 to 100 athletes a week that they're talking to. We want to help tens of thousands of athletes, right? So like as a business, do we hire 10 athlete strategy reps and then have one-on-one calls? Or it's like, how can we give that one-on-one support to the masses of athletes? And that's one of the biggest, hairiest, audacious problems that we've been going about solving. Uh, And again, I think we have a really good solution for that. And it's called our community. I'm not sure if you've heard that buzzword before, but it's like, cool, you have this one-on-one call. Do you have more questions? Go to our community. It's online. It's a mobile app. It's called Circle. You can access us whenever. And what I envision this is like, cool, hey, how do I, what's the first message I should send to a brand? I messaged a brand on market price and three days later, they didn't answer. What should I do now? They can ask that in the community. We could help them in that community. But then the coolest freaking thing that I know is going to happen, it hasn't started happening yet because we just launched it, is when other athletes see athletes asking those questions and they're like, hey, this happened to me. Here's how I handled it, right? And that's one thing where these athletes, they just want to learn together. They just want to learn. They want to learn in a way that they actually, you know, engages them, right? Um, And and that connection, I think, is going to be really, uh, really strong and powerful. I mean, athletes learn together on the field, on the court, right? All the time. Like like the the senior is going to teach the junior, sophomore, freshman, right? So the person that might have been in NIL a little bit longer, obviously, it's a super nascent industry or piece of this industry. So it's only been around for about a year. But there's enough people that are savvy and smart and have taken advantage of it that they can absolutely go and help. And as you've said, like you're going to have people, you, you probably have athletes in your system that have been there since the beginning and they're absolutely capable of helping these new athletes. And you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb here, Jason. I'm sure you're going to hire some of those athletes 100%. in some way, shape or form somewhere down yeah. the line, which I think is pretty cool and really just yeah. kind of keeping that all together. So I do think the community aspect is extremely important only because that's where these athletes come mm-hmm. from. Like that, like that what, what helped you become a better speaker, right? speaking on a field yeah. well, would you look yeah. at that like you know now now these athletes have the same opportunity to do that just in a quite uh, in a slightly different way which i think is awesome and i think that that's very important and, and on the same lines as community i know you guys are working on a lot of content yes. as well you know putting athletes in a place together but you got to get them first right you got to bring them in yeah. so what are you guys doing in terms of content just to kind of you know Throw some, throw some bat signals up. Let some people know, hey, we got some cool stuff going on over here. Why don't you come yeah. check it out? So we've been investing a lot on the marketing side. So shout out to our marketing team, Kyle, Sam from Market shout Price, out. who is all over social media feeds, and Dakota. And we spend a lot of time understanding. And like, newsflash again, Mike, talking to our users. Like Sam from Market Price, you'll see her on our Instagram feed and a lot of these videos. Where the hell do you think that she gets the ideas to make videos for She talks to her athletes. Hey, what is the biggest problem that you're struggling with today? Oh, I'm not sure what fonts to use on my Instagram reel. Like, how do I mash up a video? I'm I'm not good at, you know, creating video content for reels, right? Like, what should I be posting about? What are some ideas, right? Day in the life things. Like, cool. I bet if you are struggling with that problem, like, that's the point of community. The problems that you have, Mm -hmm. what motivates you to be a better athlete, to be a better person, you are, I bet you are not alone. Like, there's no chance. There are other athletes that are struggling with the same problems you are. So just making content to, to help them in, in a, a really effective and engaging way. And that's something that we've spent a lot of time doing. So we have a new YouTube series, which we're really excited about, called Slice and Price. Right? Hey, yeah. This guy. I, yeah. So 
slice and price, but it's a little bit longer form. So it's like five to 10 minute videos where we're interviewing athletes, we're interviewing influential people in the space, plugging myself. I will actually be on it on Thursday. I don't know what I'm talking about yet, but something related to NIL, I am sure. You always say smart stuff, so I'm sure it's going to be great. I appreciate that, man. Uh, but we're then using that and then chopping that up into, you know, less than one minute TikToks and Instagram reels, right? We're taking some sound bites that athletes say that are really smart. Like we just posted that on our Instagram today and we're probably going to make a blog post about it. Like what's one thing that you should watch out for in NIL deals from an athlete who's been around it? Like if you're a freshman and her name was Vanessa Pearl and she, I believe, is a senior swimmer at University of Florida and she's closed a bunch of deals on MarketPrice. And she was saying you really need to make sure like this is a – company that you want to be partnering with if you're a freshman swimmer if you're any student athlete you'd want to hear that like you want to hear what other athletes are going through because they're your peers right um and and that's one thing that we really want to again that we believe that we have that opportunity to be a thought leader in the space and not just us saying it like i've never been a student athlete how am i supposed to talk about post-athletic career depression and how to handle student athlete balance with your student life we have multiple student former student athletes on our staff, on our payroll, right, to, to help these athletes, to bond with them and to understand their problems and to freaking solve their problems, right? And, and again, that's been one of the coolest parts for us, not to go back to the team aspect, but people ask what separates market price. The first thing I always say is our team. There's no team that cares more about what we're doing and our mission to empower every single athlete. And you could just tell whenever you interact with anyone from our team the passion that they have for what we're doing at market price, the passion what they have to do themselves, right? Because they want to be the hero in their own story and marketplace marketplace plays a really good role in that. Um, I'm going on a rant about, you know, how awesome the team is, but that, that's great. one thing where these athletes, they sense that, right? Like they sense that we actually care about them and we have their best interests in mind and that goes a really long way. Um, but yeah. So it's, it's, it's really important to understand that you guys have their best interests in mind. And obviously I would say 99% of companies do too, but we have already seen in this short year, some of the negative things that have come through one, just Quinn Ewers kid who went to Ohio state. He left Texas early, left his Texas high school early to go to Ohio state to take advantage of NIL signed like this giant NIL deal. Oh, but he didn't read the contract or his lawyers didn't read the contract. Someone didn't read the contract. And it turns out he didn't get paid dick because he didn't play. And in the contract, it said, if you're not going to play, you're not going to get paid anything. But I'm sure he posted a lot on social media. I'm sure he's a Mm well-followed gentleman. I mean, the dude's like one of the best quarterbacks or is supposed to be one of the best quarterbacks in the NCAA coming Mm -hmm. up, right? So it's things like this. Like, what what are some of the things that you can kind of just allude to now? We don't have to get too, too deep into it. But what are some of the negatives that you've seen that you would like to... And again, we're trying to drive as many athletes to market price because that's where you guys will be able to help. But what are some of the things that you guys have seen out in the wild that's like kind of cringeworthy and makes you a little disappointed to see that that kind of stuff's happening? Yeah, I think it's twofold. I think it's the people that you surround yourself with as an athlete. And then I think it's just the mentality about like you don't have to – you can be selective. Like even if you are a track and field athlete, right, where – NIL may not have been for you is what we get. Like, oh, NIL is not for me. It's for the football players. Like, that is BS. Throw that out the window. I get, like, heated when people say that because I'm like, no, mm-hmm. like, you have influence. Like, you have a 1,000 followers. You, have, We've helped athletes with less than a 1,000 followers close double-digit deals because they want to, and it's businesses they care about. But the the first one, the people, um, did you see the Jane Rashad quarterback from Miami? Not uh, Anyways, not, there's, like, no. there's not many rules when it comes to NIL. And that's the scary part for Mm -hmm. these athletes. But the one rule is 
you can't induce an athlete to go to a school. So if you're a senior year, and it, like, it sounds so simple, right? It's like, oh, if one school's offering me this and the other school's offering me this, I'm going to choose this school because they're offering me more money. That, that's like illegal. Can't do that. That's like one of the biggest rules. Yeah, but I mean, come on. <laughs> so there was this quarterback from Miami, and his lawyer came out and said, hey, yeah, well, we had multiple offers from schools, but he chose Miami because of you know, the school and the money and the whatever, right? Like, but both schools were offering him money. And his lawyer comes out and says this, and I see that. I'm like, what? Why are you, right. like, even if you do this. One rule. There's one rule. <laughs> just don't, just say, don't it. say it. And then he, he forces the kid into an apology, and who's going to get in trouble? It's going to be the kid, 100%. Like, mm-hmm. he's going to be the guy that gets a scholarship taken away and revoked. And nothing has happened yet because the NCAA, I don't know. They should do something. I don't know what they're going to do. But it's like, just make sure that you trust everybody in your circle and really spend the time finding people who care about you. Like for us, I love that there are other marketplaces out there. I genuinely do. When athletes ask us what differentiates you guys, we say, hey, we're different in X, Y, and Z ways, but we recommend you go check out all of them. Why not? Make yourself available to all the opportunities. Now, you may not be able to leverage five marketplaces at once. If you are, kudos to you. Choose the one or two that work the best for you. If that's market price, great. I'm confident it's going to be the best for you. But just like it's your decision, right? Like you make that decision and you trust who you want to go to with. Um, that's not always the case with people for these bigger high-level deals. It's like I want to get this kid because I want to take a percentage of his money, right? Make sure it's people for the right reasons. And then for us, sorry, going back to the selective piece, and that's something I've seen a lot of athletes struggle with is, oh, this brand wants to work with me. Let's just do it and we'll figure it out from there. But I've seen some companies, and I don't want to name names, but it's like they get these athletes into, let's say, exclusive deals, and it's like product only, or they pay them $50, but it's like you can't promote any other company for a year. One, we don't have that aspect on market price. You just can't do that because I think that's crazy, um, and that's a lot of athletes may not understand the terms. That's one thing that like if you're an athlete, you're that brand that you're partnering with is a direct representation of you. Like you are supporting that brand and that brand is supporting you. You need to make sure that that's a brand that you can 100% get behind. And if it's not, that's okay. There will be other companies. Don't do it. Like if you feel uneasy about it to start, it's not worth it. It's probably only going to get worse, unfortunately. And for us, like we spend a lot of time on the vetting process for companies. We've turned companies down. We've turned a bunch of companies down because it's if they're not companies, athletes, we get excited about, then what's the point of having them on our platform? So we want to make sure it's the right person at a cool company, a company that these athletes can, again, get excited about and then see really awesome partnerships come from there. So that's why a thing like Marketplace is awesome because there is that vetting process. But, you know, if you get an Instagram DM, which happens a decent amount, it's like, well, who are they? What's this person? Is this real? They're sending you this PayPal link. Like, Anyways, it just be careful and don't accept everything that comes on your doorstep. I think that that's uh, some pretty great advice. Yes. Surround yourself with good people that are actually looking out for you. Make sure that you're paying attention to what you're doing, right? I mean, they're 18-year-old kids. Like, the dumb shit that I did at 18. Yeah. Now imagine someone saying, like, you want some money to do with this dumb shit? It's like, yeah, of yeah. course I do. So, like, yeah, I, I could only imagine. Um, but it's awesome. I think it's worth it. The athletes are extremely, they absolutely 100% 
deserve this. Uh, I think it's it's very long overdue, so I'm very grateful that the opportunity has come to them. Um, just a couple more things on my end. You guys have some pretty cool partnerships yes, sir. Uh, you're working on. I mean, you've been working with Florida for a little while now, University mm-hmm. of Florida, for a little while now, if I'm not mistaken. I recently saw that you working with Florida State University in some capacity, yeah. as well as Influencer. Do you want to tell us about some of these deals that you guys have been closing and how ultimately it will affect and help athletes out? Yeah, in the let's start with uh, FSU. And the Rising Spear Collective. So that partnership is our first um, university slash... Explain collectives, if you don't mind, actually. That's probably a good question, Mike. Thanks, Mike. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, if you wanted to answer that too. Thanks, Mike. Great question, Mike. I'll answer that one, Mike. uh, So collectives is basically just for FSU, right? It's a group of individuals, mostly alumni, who are not associated slash affiliated with the university. So they don't work at FSU, but they're alumni of FSU. No, you're saying that they don't work. They're boosters. Boosters. Fair. Right, oh, okay, okay, okay. Boosters. Fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it is a lot of boosters, right? But they don't have jobs at the university, and they mm-hmm. want to help athletes make money and take advantage of NIL because in the state of Florida, FSU is not able to help athletes with NIL, basically. Like they're not able to cause compensation to go to athletes. You can't. So, for example, if a company comes to them, they literally by law cannot say, oh, cool, like, well, here's our athletes. Like, they can't even, it's touchy mm-hmm. if they can even point them to, hey, here's these athletes' phone numbers to get in contact with them. That direction. Yeah. Collectives. There's the football stadium. <laughs> collectives, they have no limitations, right? So that's why they've been so popular where a lot of these collectives, one, are sketchy. Unfortunately, I've talked to a lot of them, but some other ones like the Rising Spear, the Gator Collective at the University of Florida, a lot of them are really really helpful right because they not only help athletes one make money but two educate these athletes and that's been something that's really powerful and three a lot of these collectives one they only care about the football team which i never love but the rising spear their first deal ever was with the women's soccer team so for us we saw that and we're like okay great like these guys really care about empowering these athletes like that is what first and foremost they care about so for us that meant a lot because on market price, if you're a football player, you're not closing tens of thousands of dollars of deals. That's not what we've seen on market price exactly. Now, that is happening not on our site. What we're seeing, and we've seen like three deals in the last week happen at FSU, a women's soccer player, Jenna Nyswanger, connect with a local gym, right, and do like this awesome two-minute video of her getting free workout classes. It was awesome. There was a baseball player, and he closed two deals, and he got paid to promote a skincare company, Teach Hanley, and this other company, like a health and wellness, like, powder or something i don't know it's really cool and then there's another athlete who just got like a hundred dollars worth of protein bars and she was on the volleyball team and it's all national businesses and it's like a baseball player a women's volleyball player and a softball uh, soccer player it's like you don't really think of nil but like those are the deals that we're helping all of these athletes help so the rising spear is covering the membership costs for every fsu athlete to engage in market price to engage in our community to learn from our coaching resources now, layering that with the influencer deal, influencer, and Jim Cavale specifically is the CEO of influencer. I don't know if you know much about them, but they're that they they, they do a lot of things. Um, the biggest thing that they do is help athletes post better content. I'd say so, like the photographers, you know, they take photos of you in the football game, and mm-hmm. you go to the locker room afterwards, and it's like, oh, I'd love to post that on social media, right? But how do I get that photo? They go on the influencer app, and then they actually they can post it. So photographers upload it, athletes post it, and it's building your brand, right? Because it's it's helping you post better content. Now, they don't have a marketplace at all, and they're owned by this company, Teamworks, that is also massive. They just raised $50 million. And they approached us, and they're like, we're looking for, 
you know, preferred marketplace partner where we want to help send brands to. We want to help our athletes find and connect with. And we just got up and running this week. So we are technically the preferred marketplace partner of Influencer where if any business comes to them to try to find athletes to work with for marketing deals, they email us. They connect us with them. We're featured on their app. So every single one of the 70,000 athletes on Influencer and the 150,000 athletes on Teamworks now see market price when they log into their app of like, cool, you want to close NIL mm-hmm. deals, go to market price. And we can also reach out to them. So our sales team has already started reaching out to athletes where they have a portal where we can actually go in and send a message to athletes. We're the only marketplace that can do that and say, hey, if you want to close more NIL deals, basically learn from market price. And we've already set up a good amount of calls there. So for us, and now as we're getting more deals like the FSU Rising Spear deal where FSU is an influencer school, we closed that before the influencer partnership, but a lot of these universities want to just trust their partners. Same thing we talked about earlier. Now that we're the preferred marketplace partner of Influencer, which, by the way, Influencer partners with like 250 universities, these universities already pay for Influencer. So if we're the preferred marketplace partner of them, that's a lot less headaches of like, wait, who's market price? Like, what's market price? Like, yeah, what they do is cool, but it's so new. It's like, no, like, yeah, what we do is cool. We've only been doing it for a year and a half, but we're at the point where we're the preferred marketplace of a partner that you've already trusted for years and years. So for us, it's really like pouring fuel on the fire of now we're going into the enterprise of we're aiming to get 10 university partnerships before the end of the year. It's a goal that we we think is totally within reach. We have the sales team to go get it, and we have the structure in place to handle it. That's what's going to take us to the next level as a business, which in a year from now, I mean, hopefully we have mm-hmm. a lot more than 18 employees because we've hit those targets. We've raised a little bit more money and, you know, we could go get it. I can't wait, man. I'm very, I'm already excited for next year. Let me just say that next July ish, August time frame. I'll be, we'll be setting this up round four. I'm sure unless something crazy happens, we can always do it more than once a year, but I really like I'll this kind you, of man. year update. Like what's going on in NIL? What's going on with you guys? I think your business is awesome. Uh, I remember when we first originally spoke about it, I thought it was such a cool concept, kind of almost flipping that marketplace on its head a little bit, right? The, the athletes are paying, the brands are not. So now it's, super easy for brands to get involved and it's eight dollars a month hell ask an athlete i'll venmo you eight dollars like yeah <laughs> it's easy like who cares right so like it's that opportunity that they have now and and many of them only have a few short years right like especially the the kids who are already in school before you know once nil got shot uh, you know chopped down um or chopped up i don't know i don't know which way it went it came about let's go with that i got you. um yeah. but now as you said it's it's the high schoolers that are coming into college that are going to be able to take yes. advantage of this the most and i think that the opportunity is going to be great and with your help man anything and your help and you're an incredible team you're amazing yeah. team's help uh i think the, the opportunity you got to meet more people man i'm telling you everybody is I talk, awesome i talked to a lot of people oh oh yeah. from your team particular yeah. hey shoot them over man <laughs> I, everyone i've talked to so far yeah <laughs> hey, yeah, dude, you want me to pump some people out? I'm a good hype man. I'll we uh, we end the week. Yeah, we share the biggest win of the week. We share the biggest loss of the week because we should be we should be losing, right? We should be swinging home runs. Yeah. If you're not losing, you're not playing. You'd be in the Hall of Fame right? if you're batting 400, which means you get out at 60% of the time, right? So, like, what are our 60% of swings? Like, are we swinging hard mm-hmm. enough? Are we swinging enough? Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing, right? Like, in business, you could swing and you could hit out like this, that FSU deal, right, for us. I mean mm-hmm. – in baseball, no matter how big your swing is, you could hit a 5,000-foot homer. Best result is four runs, right? That's the best mm-hmm. result by far. In business, 
if you hit a 5,000-foot home run, I don't even know that's possible. It shows how terrible I am with baseball. Um, that that could be like your bit. That that could be like a five hundred million dollar opportunity, right? So that is why we're swinging so often. And you get really smart people who love what they do and who are passionate about improving themselves to continually get better. You put eighteen people like that in a room together, you're going to get some magical things. A virtual room, right? Not a real room. It sounded better in a real room. But yeah, it's a it's a virtual room. We're in ten different states, but like, how cool did that sound? That it was like you got eighteen people in a room. It sounded really good. I apologize now for kind of ruining it. Totally Um, ruined it. I don't know. Eighteen people in the same room in ten different states. That sounds even cooler. Where can we find you? Where can we find all the content that you guys have been pumping out? Where can athletes learn more about what you guys got? Obviously, everything's going to be in the show notes. But tell us a little bit. Yeah, I uh, go to Market Price. They make uh, last year. I probably made a little bit better content than our our social media handles. Now it's not even close. Like who cares about me? Follow Market Price at Market Price. It's P R Y C E. Uh, You are going to see. just un- incredible content, like really high produced, really smart content. You'll watch every single piece of content and you'll get 1% better. You'll learn something. That's a guarantee. Jason Berkman, market price guarantee. Uh, whatever content that you watch or that you listen to, you, you'll improve. So check us out. We're everywhere. Uh, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter. We're on TikTok. We're about to start doing a lot more on TikTok too. Um, so Got so that should be fun too. I do have TikTok. I do have... Um, I yeah. I post clips of this show on talk. Wow. Oh, so you call it I talk? Like that's the, a, that's uh, the talk. Yeah, that's a thing. The talk. Right? Do you say that? Is that I like a know. you and your wife thing? Have you said that in front of a it's microphone before? Or? It's it's very facetious. Yeah. <laughs> very facetious. I'm not a big fan. Of, I'm not a very big fan, as you know, of just social media in general. Uh, the talk scares the hell out of me, though, and I don't want to be there like at all ever. So I just put some stuff up. Sometimes it gets people to look. Sometimes it doesn't. But I'm 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 right out of there. But more importantly, man, thank you so much again. I sincerely appreciate it. Always love having these conversations. Always just love talking to you, man. So it's just so it's a fun, fun conversation to have to learn. Um, just to chat, it's always cool. So thank you for your time. Thank everybody for listening for the time. It's the only thing we don't get more of. So we really appreciate Ooh. you guys all for that. But other than that, Jason, can't wait till next time, man. Can't appreciate wait till it. next year, number three, man. Number three in Let's the book. Get it. Number one on that scoreboard. Let's keep it going. Let's go. Awesome. Bye, everybody.